have like I don't I don't know. Star Wars has never been like my biggest thing. So like, yeah, you I'm like excited. Star Trek. Well, I like. I'm more excited for a Marvel movie than I am for a new Star Wars movie. Generally yeah. speaking, these days, I, I'm pretty excited about it, but it's really snuck up on me. Like it, it hasn't quite sunk in that I'm getting to see a new Star Wars movie tomorrow yet. Yeah. Yeah. Like whereas whereas for fucking Force Awakens, I was like, oh god, oh god, for like weeks ahead of time. See, even that one, I was like, I I went and saw it kind of out of like, I knew everybody was going to be talking about it, and I'd end up getting spoiled. So I was just like, well, fuck it, I'll just go see it. Yeah. And I just ran out and saw it really quick, but I didn't like go crazy and like book tickets ahead of time or whatever. So yeah. That one I took off work early uh, to go see on like Friday afternoon. I do that all the time, but I don't <laughs> like my job. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. No. Um. I just said be quiet. I literally just said be quiet. No. <laughs> You're not, not supposed to be. He just he just started recording. I'm gonna murder you in your sleep tonight. Uh, Number two, Mark is oh, being loud oh, once again. Oh, speaking of murder. Oh. Okay. Oh shit. Should I stop recording? No. <laughs> did you kill somebody? Did you kill somebody? <laughs> I didn't. Um. Okay. Did so. No, not that I know of. Mark, I'm recording. Stop showing me things and doing visual bits. Has he got his dick out? No, he doesn't have his dick out. He's, I see the things you're showing. Don't rub the Enchanted Christmas on your teat. <laughs> I don't like that you're getting a free show and we're not getting the same show. Do you I want see the him? same show. No, not really. Wait. Hi. Hi, number two, Mark. They say hi. Is that his, do, this, do the is same that thing you were game, showing. Game shelf. Show them what you were just showing me. Why don't you just show off your dance moves? Oh, like Mike's headroom discs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or your no, rub them on your on your nips. I wouldn't do something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Um. Okay. So murder. Um. So. Uh. Anyway, we were. We just went upstairs. The reason I was late was because, um, well, this this week my landlord actually was talking to Mark, and apparently we had a noise complaint against us. Um, and we were just like, I was devastated because I was like, we are not loud people. Like, we are quiet. <laughs> and um, I was worried it was about my improv troupe. So we're not rehearsing at my house anymore. But like I was I was like, oh, my God, we have to talk to them. We have to talk to them. And I wrote this huge long email to my landlord and um, – so they actually came down and just about half an hour ago and knocked on our door. And I was like, oh, my God, they've come to complain about the noise and we're being quiet. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> this is it. We're going to lose the apartment. And they were just like, it's really cold upstairs. And I was like, oh, OK. And so we turned up the heat and ended up they took a little tour of our apartment and we went upstairs to theirs. And they told us they could never hear us and that they don't know why she, our landlord was saying that. Um, but then they were also like, but you know who we can hear is the guy upstairs. And I was like, yeah. And he's like this like 50, late 50 something year old guy who just lives on his own. And they were like, yeah. So the police came to our house like twice in the last week, like banging on our door, asking where he was and like asking if we could clarify his whereabouts. And we're like, what? And they were like, yeah. And, and like nobody really knows like much about him. And he does laundry like six times a week. <laughs> and like small loads 
And like since we've moved in, Small I've been kind of like soaked loads. I'm not even kidding you. It's all like it's all like black exercise gear. <laughs> and I'm just like and like oh ski God. masks and leather gloves. Well, I don't know. One time I touched, I like I touched it. I like took it out of the dryer, and he was like, "Oh, did you touch my stuff?" And I was like, "I just took it out of the dryer." And he was like, "Oh, I appreciate that." And then left. Did you just fart on my podcast? <laughs> I'm talking about murder. I am a classy lady. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so like, I don't know. I'm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Both Mark and the the dude in the couple think he's nice, but the girl and I are both just like, no, I think he's a murderer. <laughs> but he probably just kills prostitutes, so that doesn't really count. That counts. Those are people too. They're just trying to make their way. Sure, they might just be spreading the the herp, but like, <laughs> you know, what's Christmas spirit really about? I don't know. GTA taught me some weird lessons about life, so. Yeah, G- that's <laughs> terrible. Oh, my God. Oh, Grand Theft Auto. So um, maybe you should uh, start the episode, Christy. Oh, yeah, right. I'm hosting. Host shoddy hosting. <laughs> Five minutes later. <laughs> I'm just giving you lots of ramble to, like, introduce the episode. Well, I'm going to have to include all of that so that we have, like, a guest, so. So we have a guest? Well, we have like Mark number two on here commenting about yeah, rubbing things well, on his nipples and shit. Rubbed and stuff farting. on his nips, farting. And farting. Yeah. So, you know, all the sexiest things. Um, Stop but... moving your fucking microphone, by the way. You don't like this? You don't want me to do this? This isn't something that you enjoy editing later? Let me just move. I can't. Let me just. Oh. Oh. <sighs> Welcome. Welcome to Dance Robot Dance, everybody. (laughs) I will be your host tonight. It's Chrissy talking to you from a microphone in her living room. You know, how they do on them professional casts. And uh, I've got with me some very special gentlemen who are going to be talking about special things. And we're going to get to the special stuff. But first, let's introduce who our guests are tonight. In the background, we have Mark II. You'll be hearing him make various noises and farting. (laughs) And uh, we also have with us Mark Prime. Hi, guys. And we have Tim. Merry Christmas, everybody. And I'd like to make an addendum to my comment previously. It's not Mark II. It is my Mark. We call him Spanish Mark, Other uh, Mark. Puerto Rican Mark. Uh, Lame Mark. Since he can't hear me right now, duty Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but various Marks. But yes, yeah, so welcome, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and listening. I don't know if you can tune in to a podcast. You can <laughs> click in on a podcast. Oh, outdated sayings. Wouldn't it more be like tap? Because you're probably using your phone. That's true, too. That's, that's a good in. point. Click in. Um, or uh, automatically that... download in, but that doesn't really have the same ring to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not that's an true. iOS 10. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so this week we've, uh, we're going to keep the Christmas spirit going, and we're going to be talking about some fun stuff. But first, let's, uh, let's cut to the news. Um, Mark Prime, I assume that you, uh, you are in the know with the news. I always hand this off to you. I didn't I did look at shit this week, so... Well, you know what? Rogue One was dominating the uh, the news, just like everybody was so pumped 
that it was coming out that I don't think a lot of other stuff really happened. I mean, Alan Thicke died. Nobody cares. <laughs> what? I mean, I'm not his biggest fan. Yeah. But. What was he on? What was that show he was on? Uh, Growing Pains. Uh, How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> he was on How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, when? a number of times. Oh. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, he he did. He was a Canadian star who brought us uh, Robert, Robin Thicke, Robert. What was Robin his son's Thick. name? Yeah, Robin. That, ra- that dude that with horrible the rapey song. Yeah, the rapey rape song. song. Yep. Good, good. I know you want it. Well, we've hit awkward already on our Dance Robot Dance bingo cards, so that's good. <laughs> Yay! You should tune in next week, audience, because we're going to be doing um, our episode where it's going to be a drinking game. Whenever we're going to make up a Dance Robot Dance bingo card, and anytime we get a box, we're going to take a shot. We're all going to die. So. Right, we're all going to die. God. I was thinking, sip, shot, we will all die. Yeah, I'll be dead after two. <laughs> the other guys the will have most to just important hold part. Of this is that we're actually going to be recording in person, which has not happened since our uh, Super- Batman Superman. v Superman commentary cluster. Yeah, one of the episodes we don't talk about. Yeah. Oh, God. Except we do very All often. All the time. I still, yeah. I still can't listen to it. I tried. I tried real hard. <laughs> I've. I've listened to the, all the episodes again at least once or twice, but uh, that one I've never gone back to after I finished editing it. I haven't heard that one in Ghostbusters. <laughs> okay, yeah, Ghostbusters I haven't repeated. Fair enough. That's, those are our darkest timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, community reference, take a shot. Uh, <laughs> we are going to die next week. It's going to yeah. be awesome. <laughs> At least I'll die in my own home, so there's that. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll be going home for Christmas, so I'll, uh, I'll be in southern Ontario, and we're all going to meet up to record an episode. I'm pumped. Me too. It'll only be my like third time in a room with uh, Tim, and my yeah. fourth or fifth time in a room with Mark. Yep. Big deals. Big um, But uh, anyway, just our, our little family just banded together for the holidays. <laughs> um. But yes, so uh, is there any other uh, news that you think we should be talking about? There was right right some, after we uh, recorded last week the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer. Yes. Really. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> that last shot, that last shot of uh, him swinging through the city with Iron Man next to him, like flying flying next to yep. him. The money shot. That was a fucking fantastic shot. So. Yeah. Um, no, I was I was excited for the Spidey trailer. It looked it looked like it's going to be uh it's it, it's more in the spirit of Spider-Man, which I'm pretty pumped about. Yeah. I'm just excited that uh he's going to be in the shared universe and like it looks like they're going to kind of lean into it a little bit more. Plus like Michael Keaton looks terrifying, so that was mm-hmm. that was pretty nice. True. Ooh, um, since our last podcast, the uh, Westworld finale happened. We didn't talk about that last week. I think we kind of did. But did we? I think we, we we talked about Westworld a little bit. but Yeah, well, uh, I'm It was so fucking good. It was so good. Except I hate Maeve. I hate that character. I hate that storyline. I think she's a cool character, but I, I just... I. How did she convince them to do what she convinced them to do? There's just no, there was like, oh, you're going to lose your jobs. Now are you going to let a robot loose on the world? Like, no, <laughs> no. 
No. I haven't seen it yet. You're spoiling Tim. No, yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm tuning you, out. You know it immediately, Tim. Like as soon as you, it's fine. I have spoiled nothing. I mean, I've <laughs> spoiled some, but I, it's not that big of a spoiler. I mean, I have seen the original, so I know the premise of the thing to begin with. But I just, I, it's, I, mm, I wish you'd watch it so I could. Ah, uh, I just can't. We'll talk about it. I'll try and watch it over the holidays, and that way uh, we can maybe talk about it in January. Okay, yeah, we'll have an episode devoted to Westworld because yeah. I need to talk about it, but um, it just oh makes me so mad. <laughs> it makes me so mad. There's a huge like Reddit thread talking about this issue, and oh. like I, uh, it's fine. <laughs> it's Don't fine. go on Reddit for a show like that. That's a bad idea. No, no, no. I looked up like why does anyone see why this makes sense? Does anyone else have a problem with this? Like I just typed in something like problem with Maeve storyline, and they were like. 15 hits that were just like this is the worst i fucking hate this why would people do this this isn't convincing worst part of westworld like things like that <laughs> um, oh reddit let's see there was uh have either of you guys watched i would guess maybe mark more than christy justice league action the new justice league is that the new one yeah the new animated cartoon it's been getting good press but i haven't i i downloaded the first few episodes but i haven't started watching it yet i haven't i didn't even know it had started i thought it started in the new year yeah i think there's about six episodes out so far like they've been releasing them in like two or three as they sometimes do with animated shows at a time right so yeah. uh no i'll have to take i'll look at it because it's, it's bruce tim again isn't it uh i'm not sure actually i know very little about it i've just seen some uh good talk good chatter about it <laughs> well i'll check it out yeah. i watch all oh. that stuff eventually um i know some news that we should be talking about star trek discovery cast their uh, mm. their big lead and it was it's um sonequa martin green from the walking dead yeah which means she's not going to be lasting much longer on the walking dead <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> not that actually that's one sec guys Stop interrupting us, Mark. Your s- perverted sex needs can wait half an hour. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's okay. I'm not going to cut this out. I'm just going to let it go. That'd be fun times. See. I'm just scrolling around now on comic book resources looking for news. 15 really forgotten nothing. live action comic book TV shows. That looks like a good article. Uh, Birds of Prey. I actually like that show. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Is the Blade show on there? Yeah, it's the ne- next one after that. I didn't mind that one, actually. I didn't watch oh, that crap. one. Oh, crap. I'm not going in uh, Audacity. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. Yeah, sorry, guys. It looks like our heating might be busted. Well, that's fun. It's not so like it's freezing just, no. fucking cold or anything. I know. It is, up, it is up here right now, actually. Well, I know. It's I mean, it's, it's close to freezing down here in Atlanta, which is which means up there it's just got to be fucking killer. Yeah, it's mm. pretty bad right now. Um, but that's okay. yeah, it's okay. All right, so let's uh, let's get back to it. We we're talking about Star Trek Discovery. She wasn't going to be on The Walking Dead much longer. Um, okay, but yeah, um, I'm uh, I'm kind of excited to see what they'll uh, what they'll do with her character because um, I don't obviously I don't watch The Walking Dead uh, much anymore. Um, I'm not a huge fan, but you guys would know her character. Are you going to be sad to see her leave? Um, I mean, Mark hasn't really been watching Walking Dead either, but 
I and I'm a few episodes behind. I've only watched the first couple episodes of this season, but it's not a character that I'm like really thrilled, like you know, enamored with. So yeah, yeah. who does I she take or leave? Who's the character? Um, fuck. Dead Star Trek. Sasha Williams, Tyrese's fiery younger sister. Mm. <clears throat> I don't even remember her from the the comic. Well. Anyway, it says that on Star Trek, she'll be playing Lieutenant Commander Rainsford on the spaceship Discovery and will be the first African-American woman to lead a cast. Except for uh, Scandal. You know, we got Scandal. Well, Scandal's Scandal's led and it's a great show. I think they're talking about Star Trek shows. No, they're talking about Will They, Won't They on Scandal. Um... (laughs) Oh, will they? No. Maybe. Um, um but yes, yeah, so I'm I think that's going to be great. I'm excited to see that cuz uh it's uh, I'm I'm just really excited for Star Trek. Yeah. I'm I'm just surprised they're still like it's funny cuz I guess they pushed everything back so far that like they're just casting it now. The show was supposed to start in January and they're still casting. It's like yeah, some, something must have gone really fucking wrong on that uh on that production set or whatever yeah. was going on, because in the pre-production or whatever. Yeah, it's like that sounds like things like falling have fallen apart like way off the rails. So, and I guess with what's his name leaving, that's probably like part of the problem. So, mm-hmm. Brian yeah. Fuller left, right? So, but I mean, I would rather that they take the time to get it right, which I've said multiple times. So, yeah, but it's supposed to premiere what in like May, and now they're just getting to casting and like starting to shoot. It's going to be kind of a rush yeah. schedule. So, you know what though, Netflix does that. Like their their shooting schedules are much tighter. It's not Netflix, yeah, it's, isn't it? It's uh, like CBS. CBS, online. yeah, I'll ask oh, them well then, don't listen to me. I guess if it's just like TV, TV, they they shoot pretty tight too. So I guess it's yeah. not too bad. But it's still like it seems weird that they wouldn't have cast all these people way ahead of time. But it's a big budget show that's going to need a lot of post. Yeah. I wonder if it's that they've they've they're cast, but they just are announcing it now. Because like maybe they were announcing it with Walking Dead for ulterior motives, mm. because they couldn't say that she was leaving the show of Walking Dead, right? Like maybe, maybe. potentially not to upset an audience or the the show itself. Because um, a, a while ago, um, I guess last month, they announced that Anthony Rapp was going to be joining. Um, right. And you guys know who Anthony Rapp is. Yeah. Yeah, vaguely. But, uh, you know, it's just like, I think they're just like spilling these things out. I wouldn't be surprised if the script is ready and like they're already working on some of the post stuff because they can they can do the design like so much of the ship without actual needing people like going through space and arcs and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's still weird. Still seems yeah. weird. But, um yeah, so I don't know. I'm, I think that's probably the some of the bigger news for this week. Yeah, I can't think of anything besides that, really. Anything that is not, you know... That, Fucking that Rogue One related fall, at this point? Oh, yeah, or that doesn't fall outside of the nerdy news kind of purview, in that, in which case I just don't want to talk about it right now. <laughs> That's... Okay. <laughs> that sounds dark. What does that mean? No, just... I, I'm just still terrified of Trump and his fucking horrible cabinet and... Oh, I'm so excited to watch that fucking country burn next year. Damn, it's gonna be. Oh yeah, yeah, that's pretty. It's gonna be upset. awesome. Anyways, moving on. Well, <laughs> I will say this: if if you're if you're looking for some holiday cheer, there is a, a video I was gonna I was gonna post in our uh, our channel anyway, and it's um, 
It's a Guardians of the Galaxy Fireside video with a baby Groot. Oh, baby and Groot. It's just an hour of um, a crackling fire accompanied with baby Groot. With baby Groot being like, yeah. Daddy? In the, but looking it's not the actually fireplace. like, yeah. <laughs> but like baby Groot occasionally dances. Mm. But um, it's like a knockoff. But it's like, it's not an actual fire. It's like a space fire. So I'll <laughs> post that so you can feel a little better put, about the world. Put it on our Facebook page. Yeah. Let our, let our Malaysian and Southern Asian fans <laughs> enjoy it. We love we love you people. We have like a hundred and thirty something likes on Facebook now, and I think we know who maybe twenty of those people are. Yep. Oh, speaking of which, yeah, I want to throw out a a shout out to Blake because he's actually been yeah. uh, fucking engaging with us, and uh, Spears has as well, and we got to thank him for that. But it's nice to actually have people. Come hey, back don't forget Mark's mom. Stuff. Oh, yeah, and Mark, Mark's mom for sure. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't been to our Facebook uh, page, there's some good exchanges there uh, with uh, Mark's mom, like, drooling over Highlander. Yeah, Yeah, Karen's great. She's <laughs> the best. And, and embarrassing Mark, generally. <laughs> mom, stop. You're embarrassing me in front of my friends. Yep, that's my mom. <laughs> oh, oh, and uh, Michael Taylor. We should give a shout out to him, too, because he's been commenting. But yeah. Uh, yeah, those four have been like active and awesome and yay. I always love it when uh, Karen comments. I'm like, oh, yes. When it pops up on <laughs> Facebook, I'm like, yeah. I'm so excited to see what she has to say. You're just <laughs> like, encouraging her to do it more now. I know. That's I love awesome. it. She's awesome. Um, but, uh, also I really look forward to, uh, to Blake, like, um, commenting. I want to know what he thinks the name of the wind. Yeah. Yeah. He's listening to that at, uh, at Christie's behest. Okay. Well, let's move on from that before we, we, before it's like 1230 and you're still talking about it. Fine. <laughs> Who's the host? I can take this podcast wherever the hell I want to. <laughs> this podcast is no longer about Christmas specials. It's about Name of the Wind. And you guys are just going to shut up and listen. And it'll just be Christy ranting about it for two hours. Let's talk about his uh, his relationship to the Chandrian. So let's go back to when he was Good just thing a I have a lot of wine. Um, <laughs> um, okay, well, let's, uh, let's do our Geek of the Week segment then geek of the week um geek 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 of the week uh i'm too afraid to say that actually too fast because i'm afraid it'll come off as a racial slur somehow again <laughs> say something <laughs> but um okay let's uh let's... you never know until you try christy so geek. <laughs> um so um mark why don't you tell us about your geekiest thing that you did this week can I just go with like 16 hours editing a podcast or does that not count? Yeah, you already Mark. did that one once. That's a, that's your yeah. fallback. That's my, it is my fallback. Cause it is the thing I spend like the most time doing in a week. That's not <laughs> being at work and hell, sometimes I do it at work. So there's that too. <laughs> um, what else geeky thing that I do? Oh, I was talking to Tim about this before the episode, but I've been going back into the, the Smodcast archive and like listening to old Smodcast episodes just because Smodcast is Kevin Smith and Scott Mosher's well quasi weekly podcast. It was like mm. what started like Kevin Smith's sort of podcast empire. Yeah, for, it's it's like the original Kevin Smith podcast. He now has about thirty seven of them, I think. Um, <laughs> Literally? Uh, no, but I was trying. I was making it. 
Yeah, I was making a Clerks reference. Yeah. <laughs> in a row. <laughs> in a row. Um, but yeah, I've been going back into those and like listening to old ones about he's got some weird wacky shit going on in there. He's so stoned and like Mosher's so just trying to keep the show on the rails and it's just not working and trying to make any podcasts on the way to the parking lot. <laughs> pretty much. Hey, you get back here. I think he's pretty much I think he must be tapped out because I haven't heard he hasn't started a new one in like at least a, a year or two, but he does have I think seven or eight that I'm subscribed to that are not as regular as they used to be. So mm. huh. I miss Smodcast on a regular basis though. So Yeah, I'm always looking for new podcasts to listen to. I get excited about it. I told you to go listen to Smodcast. I you know you did, but then I started listening to Name of the Wind again. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Just go listen. Go find an episode about of a smodcast called Boy Saver. I think it's Boy Saver. It's it. They talk about GTA, but they it turns into like saving male young male prostitutes from their lives, or like from their life on the street or some shit like that. It gets this. This really sounds grim, like something but... that people show up at your door and ask you questions about. Uh yeah. <laughs> if you download it, I was laughing my ass off, <laughs> and the cops haven't shown up yet, so. All right, well, all right, so our next Geek of the Week segment. Let's hear from Tim. Tim, what was the geekiest thing you did this week? Uh, I'm going to go with, um, I was in uh, Green Day for, or Green Bay, <laughs> not Green Day. In Wait, Green you, were, Day. you were having anal sex with Billy Joe Armstrong? Yeah. Is that what you're trying <laughs> yeah. to say? Wake me up when Day. December ends. <laughs> <laughs> I was riding down his boulevard of broken dreams. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> did you get the long view of it though beforehand? It, let me tell you it was it was a lonely road <laughs> anyways uh, i was in green bay for work this week and i was literally like right across the street from a casino the hotel i was staying at so i went over and went into this casino and uh i like go and generally try and find like nerdy slot machines anytime I'm in a casino. So oh. I went and found a, uh, I saw a couple, there was a gremlins machine, but that one was occupied. Uh, they had like a wonder woman 77 slot machine. Um, what else? Uh, they had a big bang theory one. And then the one I finally settled on was a Jurassic park slot machine. And I pumped 20 bucks into it and, uh, I got 740 back out. Like That's so crazy. Ten minutes later. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So that was uh, probably the geekiest thing I did that week because I chose that game primarily on like nerd appeal, but it was also the most rewarding thing that I did this week. Did you see they're doing a a crossover comic like Batman sixty six and Wonder Woman seventy seven? Oh, yeah, like they're... Batman sixty six and Jurassic, and Jurassic Park. Park. <laughs> there have been a bunch of those, right? Because I I've I've been reading some of them, but it's just not really my thing. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, I get the camp appeal and stuff like that, but it's not the same as the shows, but, um, wonder woman has a crossover right now with the bionic woman, the wonder woman 77 book. And, uh, Batman 66 has had a few. It had one with uh, green Hornet. Yeah. I remember the green Hornet one. It had one with, uh, the, British Avengers, which they had to call uh, what's uh, Steed and Mrs. Peel, yeah, because they can't call them the Avengers, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
and uh, I think that there's been at least one or two others, but yeah. No, I just thought it was funny. And I've seen Batman 66 slot machines as well. Uh, my wife and I renewed our vows in Vegas last year. We decided to do like the cheesy Vegas wedding and like got remarried by Elvis and I was wearing the powder blue tuxedo from uh, uh, Dumb and Dumber. Are you serious? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> there, there's pictures on Facebook. How long have you been married? That was our fifth anniversary, which was uh, last year. No, not That's last. So uh, yeah, last year, 2015 was our fifth anniversary. Yeah, and so there, like, we went around and like played a bunch of fucking nerdy slot machines. Like Alicia had some pretty good luck on the Lord of the Rings slot machines, because uh, and there's there was Batman 66 ones. There was like um, Christopher Reeve Superman ones and stuff like that. So <laughs> they're really cashing in on that shit, getting all that nerdy money. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we like to spend our money, so. This is true. They're, they're more or less just taking it at that point. <laughs> not, not mine. No, I took not their yours. money. There you go. Or more more accurately, the money of all the people that were sitting there just pumping money into slot machines hour yeah. after hour. <laughs> oh, man. I've never seen, I never understood the appeal of like the slot machine thing. I get playing cards. Like I'll go to the casino and play cards like I used yeah. to anyway. But like I never understood the uh, the slot machine thing. I won't pl- play them like for hours, but now that like they're they're a lot more complex and like the they're kind of a little bit more like video games now. They're a little bit more interactive, like especially if you trigger like the bonus games and stuff like that. So it's not mm-hmm. just like constantly like spin, 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 spin. There's a little bit more going on. It's, it's, even so, I won't sit there and like play them for hours and hours, but I'll sit down and put like ten or twenty bucks into one and just see how long it lasts. Me kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. That's what I do. I've only ever played slots once um, because I'm really afraid that I'd be one of those old lady addicts who's just sitting there with her bucket of quarters like, hey, <laughs> like for hours because... I can so see that too. I know, I know. And it's it's because um, the problem with slot machines is that it's, it's the monotony of it, you know? Like mm-hmm. you're constantly hoping and when you get those tiny wins, you get addicted to the thrill of it. Yeah. And that's why, like, people sit there for hours and hours and hours is because they just are so comfortable just hoping, hoping they'll win. Like, when I had my big win, like, it was in credits, right? Not, like, in dollars. So, at first, I was like, hmm, that I, I misread it and i was like oh i just won like 70 bucks i guess i should you know quit while i'm ahead and then i printed out push the button to print out the fucking ticket and it prints out with like 742 dollars on it or something like that and i just sort of stared at it for a minute and my <laughs> like with my jaw open and like looked around make sure like <laughs> make sure i wasn't being like punked or something and then <laughs> very, very quickly like went to the machine and pushed it put the ticket in and it spit out a bunch of money and i was like i don't i probably shouldn't be walking around with this much money and then i quickly <laughs> left the casino and went back to my hotel you're just like running dogs. across the street yeah. <laughs> like that woman in the target commercial or is that ikea yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Target, I think, yeah. In yeah. the yeah, in the fucking like six degree Fahrenheit weather. Oh. It was like minus twenty or more the whole time I was there. God, that's awful. <sighs> but that's oh, that's so awesome. Like of all the sh- machines to win on, the funniest machine I ever saw someone win on was a He Man machine. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and I was like, What just happened? She won the jackpot, she started screaming, she was like, What? What I won And it just made me laugh a lot because I was like, Don't announce that people are gonna steal from you <laughs> like, 
They're going to follow you around. And... You're already a nerd playing the He-Man machine. Like, what do you think's going to happen? You think you look like you're going to fight? No. <laughs> Someone's going to just, like, punk you and take that money. But um, that's awesome. Like, what a what a fun geek of the week. Yep. That's, that's comic book money for a while. I'm trying to think. The geekiest thing I did this week is I went to dinner theater. And uh, it was really fun. Oh, sorry. I know I'm yawning as I'm saying. But it was really fun. And um, at the end of, like, they were really um, big about including the audience. And I was so bummed I didn't get to be included, but I didn't have a birthday or anything. So, and it was like, it was the people we were with were Mark's best friends and they had birthdays. So it's not like I could be like, guys, I want to do this. (laughs) Um... But uh, they had Mark's friend whose name is um, Kardik, Kardik and Deepa. But anyway, Kardik and um, Kardik is, uh, I believe, Portuguese or Iranian. Anyway, so um, they asked him to uh, stand up and obviously he is, uh, he's brown and um, they said, they gave him a line that he had to say and he had to say like, he had to pretend to be Irish and say, they're always oh, after no. me, lucky charms. And the whole crowd, like, as soon as like, so you're from Ireland, the one guy, and the whole audience <laughs> broke out laughing. And I wanted to stare at them all and go, racist! <laughs> like, you as loud know. as I possibly could. be from Ireland. He's definitely not. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, it's just, like, I thought it was so funny because it was like all older people and they were all just like, <laughs> and, um, ends up though at the end you have to try and guess who murdered because it was all a murder mystery you had to guess was that right was it colonel mustard no you were wrong um but i got it right and i won a prize yeah i won uh, yeah i got i won tickets to go to another show (laughs) (laughs) was it the (laughs) butler no it was uh the wife oh yeah spoilers spoilers guys yep it was the wife go there and get it win now Oh, I'm not supposed to say anything. Uh, it's public. <laughs> you didn't tell Honey, us what, where you went, um, anyways. So. Is is Kardik? Uh, is he what? I don't know. A friend. <laughs> Christy, Christy's trying to determine what ethnic slurs yeah, what, to use what, when she refers to. Trying to determine what ethnic slurs. <laughs> is he um, Iranian? No, but born in Iran. He was born in Iran. Oh, okay, because I was like, he's Portuguese or Iranian? He's not Portuguese. He's no, Iranian. Portuguese born in the Yeah, okay. Ha! Sorry. Um, I'm not a racist. <laughs> I don't want that to be thought about. That's that's Christy's uh, thing. <laughs> no, it's not my thing. <laughs> don't. Oh, my God. You guys are the worst. Don't make racism my we're thing. Not, I'm not we're Trump. not putting these words in your mouth. Oh, Anyway, a shoddy hosting. Um, so let's get to the meat of the episode. Meat, 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 meat. A big fat holiday turkey. There you go. Um, so what we're going to be talking about today, ladies and gentlemen, is we're going to be talking about it's a fight to the death about what we think is the best holiday Christmas TV special. No lists. Just your top two and why they should take the honor of being the best TV holiday specials. It's a Christmas cage match. (laughs) As you do. 
as you do, um, you know, just get some some holiday cheer in the cage and smack <laughs> the crap out of each other. But um, yeah, so uh, we're going to go around and say our number twos first, and uh, then we're going to defend our number two titles, and then we'll go to number one and say why it's number one is our, our number one, excuse me, favorite. So let's first hear from Tim. Tim, what is your number two? I'm going to say first, I uh, was inadvertently kind of strategic in my pick and that I think I ended up picking one that Mark will like and one that <laughs> Christy will like so Yay. that, yeah, so, so, so I can kind of hedge my bets on this. Uh, <laughs> so these aren't necessarily my absolute favorites, but they're definitely like way up there. So uh, I'll, the one I'll say first is the uh, It's Always Sunny Christmas special. Solid. Um, so this is one of the few, like normally TV shows that just like have a Christmas episode or something like that aren't super memorable for me with very few exceptions, but this is one that, um, has really fucking stuck with me. I mean, my wife and I watch it every year since it came out. Um, and every like plot in it is fucking gold. Like the, the best one I think is, uh, Charlie coming to the realization that, um, guys were coming over and running a train on his mom for money. Oh my God. That was so funny. <laughs> Every Christmas. Like, yeah. So and then, funny. then all this, then all those Santas would come over and they come in and give me a present or something. They go upstairs and they cheer up my mom for a bit. And, and then, <laughs> then Charlie like just slowly comes to this realization. Wait, wait, the Santas. Like, I'm pretty sure that those guys are running a train on your mom for money. <laughs> and you just see the realization wash over Charlie. And he's like, no, no, no. No. <laughs> and no, no, no. And the, pic- the pictures of little Charlie uh, huffing glue on the couch while the fucking like elf with no pants walks past. And Brick takes the vodka that. upstairs. It's like, I didn't really all- always understand the presents, but I always ha- found a way to have fun with them. And he's just sitting there fucking huffing glue. <laughs> And then, then the the culmination of that is uh, him seeing Santa at the mall, and just you see something like fucking snapping him, and he goes and sits on uh, Santa's lap, and uh, just keeps asking Santa over and over, "Did you fuck my mom, Santa? Did you fuck her?" Did you? Good. And then he fucking like bites Santa's neck and like tears his fucking neck open and yeah. has like blood like dripping down his face and he's just screaming over and over. Did you fuck my mom? Did you fuck my mom? Did you fuck my mom? <laughs> oh. That episode is so good. It's and that's so only good. one. I mean, the, the other two subplots are uh, Max, uh, Max, like family his, uh, Christmas tradition is going to other people's houses and opening their presents and stealing them. Yeah. And stealing them. But he doesn't understand. <laughs> he thinks that other people are at his house that, yeah. are, that are, uh, that are, you know, opening his presents. <laughs> and, uh, and then, uh, D and Dennis, uh, try and do like a, the m- most like shitty version of a Christmas Carol ever on, uh, on Frank, because Frank just, fucking ruins every christmas they have by buying yeah by buying the buying the presents that they want for himself instead (laughs) the car (laughs) yeah look d i got a sergio giorgini bag i'm using it to keep my cheese doodles and chocolate covered malted milk balls 
And then he, and he gets a fucking Lamborghini that Dennis has wanted for so long. Oh my god. It's <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And then they, they take him to... Uh, one of my favorite parts in that episode is that they take him to his office as like the ghost of Christmas uh, present the for the company that he used to run. And like say, okay, we're going to hide you and you're going to listen to what people have to say about you. And then he insists that they sew him into the couch. <laughs> I forgot about the couch. Oh, it's such a gross scene. It's amazing. And they fucking sew him in the couch. And like they cut to later in the party and you can just clearly see like Frank's fucking body like sewn into this leather couch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh like <laughs> i can't remember who it is dear dennis like remarks that they can definitely notice that there's somebody on a couch and it's like of course they're starting to notice there's a grown grown man stuffed into a couch and then frank just starts busting out of it because he got way too hot in it and he's taking all his clothes off because he got too hot in it so you have naked fucking danny devito spewing forth from yeah, <laughs> spewing forth from a leather couch, dripping in sweat, going it's too high, too high, it's high. <laughs> and they're just wandering off, and you see his fucking bare ass. Oh, it's oh, so God, good. It's so funny. It's. So I have. I gotta watch this show at some point. You do, Jesus. man. You would love this fucking. You've never this, seen it's always this sunny. show. I've watched like the first two seasons, and then I got somebody. I, I had to. I started watching something else at the same time, and I kind of went into that, and then I kind of forgot about it. So, I, I will get back to it at some point. That'll be my next. I'll add that to the. Uh, I'll put it to the top of the list so that I can watch yeah. it. There's even a claymation hallucination at the end of the episode where Frank just gets like mutilated by the rest of the gang <laughs> for being an asshole, and. Yeah. Uh, and then at the end, like it, it almost looks like they're gonna have a happy ending. But then Frank's old business partner, partner just robs them all, like steals oh, yeah. the Lamborghini and everything. Like Frank sort of comes to his senses and he's like, "Here, you guys can have all these presents." And then the dude just fucking robs them all and turns the, this uh, snow machine that they got from the Poconos on everybody instead. Yep, and they're just like the slow mo of them blowing in the breeze. Yeah, exactly. And so the, good. And the very end is just. Oh. Uh, Charlie and Mac, well, the the whole gang just, uh, they go and throw rocks at trains because that's what Charlie and Mac used to do when they were kids for for Christmas. Oh my god, the show's been on for 11 seasons? Yeah, it's yeah. so good. Yeah, and it's, oh. every season has has some, like, really amazing episodes in them. Like, even the last, you know, a lot of shows would get stale after that long, but they're still years. pumping, yeah. yeah, they're still pumping out some really good stuff. But yeah, that episode I I considered that one as well. It's so funny, <laughs> like it's it really just is. so ridiculous, and all of it is so good. Like we've talked before about how B plots sometimes are like can be better than the actual yeah, um, than the actual like A plot line, and that was just like all of them were just so yeah. good. Like, they're uh, all they're, they're all so, so funny. Good. Okay, okay, so that's Tim's number two. We'll we'll defend that in a minute. Um, but uh, Mark, what's your what's your number two favorite? My number two, and this is going way back, uh, almost to the beginning of the show. But like, if you go back to two thousand and eight, it's the very Colbert Christmas. Um, that's not the beginning of the show. It's, it's two thousand eight, like two thousand five or something, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. So it's only been it only been three years when that yeah. is when it came out. They're still kind of finding their feet, but uh, it's like the it's so like cheesy and shit like it's supposed to be like you remember 
you would it see really like, plays into the ham yeah yeah it's totally like the hammiest thing you can possibly have and like the special effects are all like the worst chroma key you can possibly have and like yeah. it has random like the bear that attacks elvis costello for no reason is like a dude in a suit and then him and colbert <laughs> Like, him and Colbert end up making out under the mistletoe. Yeah. And then he attacks Colbert. Like, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> um, but, like, the best part is, like, John Stewart shows up in the middle of it. Because, obviously, if Colbert's doing something that retarded, like, Stewart's going to show up. Yeah. Um, and, like, they, he tries to sell the Stephen Colbert character on uh, switching from Christmas to Hanukkah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a long bit where they're talking about... They're, they end up He ends up under the mistletoe with everybody. But, like, the one where he does it with Stuart, he's like, oh, it, by tradition, we're supposed to kiss now. He's like, oh, by Jewish tradition, we're supposed to, me. <laughs> and he starts doing these weird fucking hand motions and stuff like that. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? So they just shake hands and he leaves. It's the funniest goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah, I always I always liked uh, the moments where he had uh, Colbert and Stuart together. They, they play off each other really well. They just yeah. they should just do a show together. Like I don't know why they had never done. I mean, I guess the Daily Show back in the day was that thing. Yeah. The only problem, like I was watching it today again, this Christmas special. I'm just like, I just missed Colbert and, like a real Daily Show. So yeah, yeah, that made me that made me well, sad. I I think the guy who does the Daily Show now is pretty good. He's not John Stewart though, which no, but he's always time. like he's had like a year. <laughs> yeah, but how long did John Stewart have? Uh, I didn't like really start watching it. Years till... or something. He was seventeen, I think, when he ended. Yeah, like ninety nine till. Yeah, so like, Trevor Noah's getting his feet. He's allowed. He's young. It did. It, admittedly, it, like he, John Stewart didn't really like the Daily Show. Didn't really become the Daily Show till after nine eleven, which is like here we're mm. gonna get grim for a second. Like that was the episode where everybody was like, oh wait, he's doing good work over there, and that's when it became yeah. like. The yeah. Daily Show with Jon Stewart, but he'd been doing it for about two years at that point. Yeah. Although at this yeah, point, I'm always I'm wondering how Trevor Noah's having a hard time finding material, or if it's just that like the stuff that's going on is so ridiculous that like you can't. Um, yeah. It's almost hard to satirize at this point. Like maybe Colbert and Stewart got it at the right time. Yeah, I, I think Trevor Noah is also going to a different sort of audience as well. Like he's not playing strictly to white people now, which. Uh, John Stewart very much was not necessarily yeah. on purpose, but because that's just who he appeals to. Whereas uh-huh. I think Trevor Noah is bringing probably a lot more people of color into the audience of that show. It's, it's possible. True. It's possible. I just haven't like I, he, I haven't, he hasn't clicked with me yet. So yeah, I go back every once in a while, watch a couple episodes. I'm like, oh, okay, it's funny ish, but I also I don't find his his uh, correspondence stable to be as appealing as Stewart had, especially early on. Stewart's like. Uh, correspondents were like Rob Corddry and Rob Corddry and Stephen Colbert. Colbert and Steve Carell and like yeah. Uh, yeah like big big fucking names that are people who are now huge names in comedy yeah. and stuff like that so um, Desi Lydek who's the, the blonde female correspondent is really really good on the new Daily Show so if you've uh, haven't caught one of her segments yet I definitely recommend it no, I don't, I don't, she, doesn't, she doesn't sound familiar the only, the only person I think they still had. Was it Jessica Williams? She just left recently. Oh, did she just couple, leave? A couple months ago. She's doing her own show now. I think. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad because she was the she was the best one that was there when I was still watching it. She so. was really good too. Yeah. Uh, um, but either way, no. If you if you like even like the the uh, the Tonight Show or what is it the Late Show? Which late one's show. He on? Late yeah. show. 
the late even the late show Stephen Colbert like you should go check out this like a, a Colbert Christmas it's ridiculous so. I'll need to watch that because I've never seen it yeah, yeah they use, like they they openly admit like all the rights issues and stuff like that like that they're yeah. having to do like either do their own songs or do entirely songs that are public domain yeah yeah he does <laughs> he does a funny bit like right at the beginning where he's like I'm gonna write a new Christmas song so that I can get all the licensing money yeah because that's why we can't use any real license like licensed songs because <laughs> yeah. we can't afford it because yeah. Viacom won't pay or some shit like that so but because of that, there's definitely some moments in that that fall flat because they're like trying to make new Christmas songs that yeah. don't really hit. Yeah, but even that, I find it appealing because he like he clearly knows when a, a joke is bombing and will yeah. just like muck for it. And I I don't know. I love I love always love Colbert. So, but well, with that too, that wasn't filmed live, right? Like it wasn't filmed in front of an audience. It was studio filmed. It was studio filmed, and like, and it's funny because like, when anybody, whenever anybody shows up, because it's got like, it's got cameos. Like, I already said Elvis Costello, but like, yeah. Willie Nelson's in there, and like, yeah. John Legend, which totally dates the show brutally. <laughs> also, Feist for, for all you hipster oh, white yeah. people. Oh yeah, I love Feist. Um, yeah, they all show up, and like, you can hear it's just like a, a crowd roaring, but like faded in and then faded back out. It's not yeah. like they start clapping. It's really funny. Yeah, that's so. hilarious. Yeah. Um. Well, I would say I'm gonna take it now. Say unless uh, if you're not if are you done, Mark? Yes, ma'am. Yes, good. I'm glad you called me, ma'am. Show me some damn respect. Um, That'll be the only time that ever happens. <laughs> um, but uh, I think my number two. Um, and again, I'm kind of on Tim with Tim on this. Like, it's not my absolute favorites, but not because it's not like fantastic. Just because it hasn't had enough time for to grow sentimental yet. But um, I would say the community Christmas episode where they're claymation. Mm. Not my favorite community episode or a community Christmas episode. No, but you know what? I thought it had the best Christmas message. Like, um, and I thought it was the most touching. It was one of the, like, it was one of the most touching community episodes, you have to admit. Where it's just. It did definitely pull on the heartstrings with uh, yeah. Abed's mom having a new family. And, and it was so creative. Just like the hours that must have gone into the stop motion, and yeah. also arguably very dark when they when they go back and recontextualize it later, we're like, yeah, he had a nervous breakdown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> but it's it's the idea that like they're this this group of friends banded together to help their friend who was struggling. Like to me, that speaks volumes about like you know the Christmas spirit, and it was hilarious. And but you think about it, and it was it was all six of them with Duncan sitting around a table, like with their eyes closed, desperately trying to help Abed come back to reality because he'd been broken. Yeah. And there were just like so many good moments in it, and like the I always love that off the cuff kind of feel that Community has when it um when it like uh talks to like when it it, it what's the word I'm thinking of. Um, eats its own tail. Yeah, you know, like it admits to what it's doing. Yeah, you know, self-referential and yeah, it's hanging a lampshade on the trope kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, what is Mark that? doing behind you? I know, Mark. It's so loud. <laughs> yeah, why are you doing this? Put the flashlight away, Mark. I know you got a cleaning bug, but why does it have to be this end in here? <laughs> <laughs> of 
I know you were bored, but we've talked about you making noise during Don't, the podcast. Tell me you can come clean my fucking house. Yeah, me too. <laughs> what? What'd you guys say? So you can so come, you can clean, come our clean our house. houses. Yeah. yeah, go clean their houses when they're recording. <laughs> but Mark, you've dropped boxes, you've dropped DVDs, you've dropped games. You're like, <laughs> what? Why, is this a good time? Like, what are you doing? I can see that you're reorganizing, but why are you reorganizing right now? But why do it while I'm podcasting? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's not quiet. God damn it. This is why you haven't been invited back in like four weeks. <laughs> Stop! It's late and I'm tired. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. It's embarrassing. You, no, Mark, you're being so loud. So how about that community Christmas? Which, so what, wait, which episode is that? What's the uh, title? Oh, the let me think. Yeah, look it up. Um, um, oh, that one's Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas. Yes, yes. Yeah. Is it season two or three? Uh, season two. I think it was yeah. the f- no, not the first Christmas episode they did. No, the second I, I was one. just gonna say. I think I like. Season. I think I like the first Christmas one better, where Jeff has the fight with uh, the nerd, and it's or what's his name? Right. Fuck Anthony Michael right. Hall. Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Because they make the joke about it being like he used to be a nerd, now he's a meathead. <laughs> yeah, he staples the piece of paper to his forehead to show that he's Fuck crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that episode. You don't yeah, really? Then, oh, then they have funny. a they have a big fight with him and all his friends, like on like the Christmas display. Yeah, because like the whole time, like uh, when they all take their shirts off, Britta's like, "Am I being punked?" Because Britta's talking about the whole episode as. Uh, Britta talking about how fighting is gay and it's yeah. just like w- m- ways for men just to get their homoset their more erotic at the so end. more erotic yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> she's like am I being punked as they start taking off all their fucking <laughs> oh man I'm trying to remember that episode um cause like yeah they've had they've done some pretty amazing like uh community christmas episodes like there there have been some really good ones like we yeah. talked about the um regional holiday music and um you know the uh the one christmas episode where they did it was like uh and they had professor cornwallis tied in the apartment because they'd gotten an yeah. f on their paper yeah yeah Malcolm like, and, yeah and you know what they do christmas episodes well but and I can understand why the other one might stick out more because it was funnier. But I thought that the Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas not only was the most painstaking one, like you can appreciate it for the amount of hours and um, love that went into that episode to make it look as good as it did. But also it was it was so t- I, I said it already. It's so, it was so touching. And it was just so like it was it was so lovely. And everyone just I don't know. It was it was just a great story. Yeah, and but it doesn't have any a little Christmas outfit uh, prancing around. Allison Brady. But it has her in a tutu. Well, a claymation version of her in a tutu. Yeah. 
But <laughs> that makes me laugh. <laughs> What's that? You smarty, me dumb, help pretty, have fun. fun. It's so good. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'd, I'd say that was that would be my number two. And like I said, it hasn't had the time yet to grow as like a special that I would, you know, go back and um, tell like my kids about yet. And I know that it will like the nostalgia will start to um come into play a bit more and build but uh i think it's yeah it's it's got a really really good story and it really showed that community could hit some some touching moments oh shit i just totally tuned out and was thinking about allison brie sorry are we still talking about the community (laughs) ah checked out for a minute there (sighs) sorry i can't i can't say i blame him I'm back now. I'm back now. <laughs> All right, being back. Um, so uh, let's let's move on to our number ones. I'm I'm interested to see what people say. Um, and I feel like we'll have to we'll we'll fight out our number one choices. <laughs> I think it's interesting for starters that we all picked like uh like funny ones for our recent? number twos. Yeah. yeah. Funny, funny, and relatively recent for our number twos. So. Yeah, I'm I'm more intrigued about our number ones. All right. Um. All right, Tim, take us down memory lane. What's your number one? All right, my number one is one that has had the time to grow on me and one that uh, I watched a lot growing up. Um, and that it's one that we've talked about on the show before, which is the Muppet Family Christmas, which is really like just a heartwarming one for me. So it was like the late 80s or something like that, like 88, um, not too long before Jim Henson passed away. Uh, and he does have a really nice sort of cameo at the end yeah. of it where he's doing the dishes and he just comes in and, you know, sort of looks over everybody and he's like, yeah, I like it when they have a good time. It's yeah. looking back. It's really sad. But I mean, the the show itself, it was like, out, you know, hour long sort of Christmas special sort of thing. Um, but it had a lot of those like great Muppet kind of vaudevillian kind of jokes like the icy patch in the door, everybody fucking like falls over as they're walking through. <laughs> and uh, like every time more people show up and they have to find more room for them. So like animal and Gonzo end up like sleeping from like hanging from hangers on the wall. Cause there's oh, no yeah. more room left in the house. And it also brings together like all of the major like Jim Henson like properties. So it's the Muppets and then the Sesame street characters show up and then the Fraggles show up later on as well. So I I can't think of anything else that brings as many of those together like that. I don't know. It's like a crossover. Yeah. Well, exactly. Um, But I mean, I I still (laughs) just speaking of that really quick. I think it's so funny that the Fraggles give Robin the, this pebble they've been passing around for years and years and years and robin doesn't even say thank you (laughs) he just looks at the pebble and goes and then he and kermit leave (laughs) like they take this this, like heirloom gift (laughs) they're never coming back to visit the fraggles again this is fozzie's mom's house and you uh, uh, pass it on uh, uh. i have a wembley puppet right over here Nice. Yeah. So that's that's the whole like premise of it is that like 
the Muppets just randomly show up at Fozzie's mom's house for Christmas, and she was planning to go like on a tropical vacation, and they just fucking show up on her doorstep. They're like, "Mom, we're yeah. here," <laughs> and she'd already like rented out her house to uh, the what's Doc? I think his name is the guy, the yeah. only like human character on the Fraggles. He's kind of like the Gargamel of the Fraggles. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. but it's it's got like the sweetest chef like trying to cook the turkey and then he sees <laughs> and then he sees big bird and starts like measuring up big bird and playing to cook big bird instead but then like he befriends big bird and then he can't can't cook him because big bird gives him a gift of like chaga covered bird seed yeah he's from sweden and he can't see his family yep this is the one that i knew would i would have that christy would have my back on um and you've got Dr. Teeth in the Electric Mayhem doing Jingle Bell Rock. Dr. Teeth in the Electric Mayhem, by the way, might be the best band name of all time. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so um, good. Speaking of the best, actual best band name of all time, did you hear that thing that George Strombolopoulos is doing on New Year's Day? Oh, the Tragically Hip? Uh, yeah. Like, a bunch of artists covering them or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, I saw a little I don't bit know, of totally. that. Yeah. I'm excited for that. It should be good. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Chrissy, what is that? What is with the puppet? It's, it's a Fraggle. It's Wembley from oh. the Fraggles. He's the one that it. sang the song that Tim was just talking Top- about. The when they go topical. Like, yeah, he goes. <clears throat> pass it on. Pass it on. Yeah, he pops out of nowhere. He'll be like, pass it on. Pass it on. I don't think I've ever seen the Fraggles. Um, you've got Rolf, who's definitely one of my favorite Muppets, playing Sleigh Ride on on the out of tune piano, which is amazing. You just um, reminded me. That I got a tangent too. Sorry, Tim. I'm taking some thunder away. No uh, Mark and I last Friday went to um, this uh, thing my friend hosts called Hammer Night Live, and it's a comedy stand up show, but they have a musician <laughs> and the guy who was playing was ralph like i kid you not he was ralph ralph like a human version of ralph but no he was just like he was singing like this he was like uh he wrote he were like wrote some original music and one of them was um i know that i have my friends and like that's how he was singing and he was like bumping along with the piano and like putting his head back and i just like was staring at him like and he had long, shaggy hair that like covered and looked like dog ears. And I just, a yeah, a Cosby sweater. I couldn't believe it. It was just like, oh my god, Ralph is here. It's human Ralph, Ralph is here. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, go on. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's another one where like I think all of sort of the little subplots are good. Like there's also the subplot where like which has kind of become a little bit of a trope in Christmas specials where like Miss Piggy gets like caught out in the storm and you know they're all wondering whether she's going to make it or not and then she makes her grand entrance at the end and everything and yeah. Uh, and oh, uh, the one of the most yeah, one of the nicest moments of that for me is uh during sort of like the caroling medley at the end, Fozzie singing I'll Be Home for Christmas to his mom. Aww. But, but I mean, it's got Statler and Waldorf. It's got like all the, those sorts of like great, like cheesy Muppet jokes. It has fucking 
Bert from Bert and Ernie and drag for the uh, the night before Christmas and. <laughs> I hope this doesn't awaken something in me. (laughs) Well, there's always been that sort of uh, will they, won't they, will will they, won't they with uh, Ernie and Bert, right? Please, they did. (laughs) It's been people for a long time that have been debating whether these two guys that have been living together for 30-something years are getting it on. (laughs) They must. They must. (laughs) Even out of curiosity... Yeah, exactly. What else are we going to do? Yeah, I'm bored. Neither of us seem to have jobs, so. Yeah. (laughs) We spend all our time together. Like, they have to. They have to. They have to be doinking. Yeah, so I, like, I had that uh, recorded. We've had that recorded off TV in my family, like, since it aired, basically, like, on VHS. And I have a fun story about that. So, um,. During the credits on the recorded version that we had off TV, there's like an announcement or something for some other TV show or something that was coming on later. And I didn't like that. Like, I guess I was like a purist from even an early age. So, like, I kept asking my parents, like, what, because I knew we were recording it. I was like, is that going to show up on the recording too? Like, that person that's announcing that other thing? And my parents, I think, kind of were confused and were asking, like, if the other show that they were talking about was going to get, was going to be on the tape too. And they were like, no, no, we're just going to have this. And then watch it later. And sure enough, there's this fucking person spoiling the credits with their announcement about, you know, like the, the law and order episode coming up later or some <laughs> shit. Yeah. You're like, this is bullshit. This is horse shit. This is ruined. And then I, yeah. Then I flipped the monopoly board and ran, ran away. <laughs> <laughs> Did not pass go. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. I would see why that. Like. I think that overall is probably a lot of people's favorite Christmas episode. Like special. Yeah. It. The Muppets were I so iconic. I, I like that even better than like I like Muppet Christmas Carol and some of the other like Muppet movies, but that for me like. Between the Jim Henson cameo and like the having the Sesame Street characters and the Fraggle Rock characters, like those were three shows that had a really big impact on me growing up. So, yeah, the sentimental value is is through the roof. Yeah, exactly. Also, Jim Henson. Also, I'm Jim really Henson. glad. I'm really glad they didn't bring the Dark Crystal characters into that Christmas <laughs> special. Yeah, that would have took it in a totally different direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you imagine that bird just like skulking outside, and he ends up being the turkey? Oh God! I saw a really amazing. I think it was at Dragon Con this year. There was a really amazing cosplay of that like junk woman. Oh. Um, <laughs> Like, somebody did, like, the whole fucking outfit, like, you know, with, like, all the trash and everything on their back, and, like, she could see out, like, through a slit in the thing's, like, uh, garbage pile or whatever on her back. Um, And I think she actually got to meet the uh, guy that designed that character, like, somebody that worked for Jim Henson, uh, because they were at Dragon Ball. I think it might have been Jim Henson's son, actually. Yeah. Yeah, anyways. That's cool. Yeah. I just thought of a way to make the Muppet special better, though. David Bowie makes a special appearance as the Goblin as King. as Jareth. <laughs> yeah, just, like... just his package. 
god, that'd be so funny. But only if his package sings magic dance, because like yeah. his, his package really needed to have like top billing and labyrinth. Doesn't it? I thought it did. <laughs> D- David Bowie's junk in spandex in labyrinth. David Bowie's junk is labyrinth. <laughs> also starring David Bowie and some girl. Yeah. A bunch of yeah. And uh oh fuck, what's her name? Jennifer, Jennifer Connolly. Connolly. I had a huge crush on Jennifer Connolly after that. Ditto. Yeah. Ditto. Man, we have very similar taste in women there, uh, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> um Okay, all right, all right. Solid solid offer on the table. Uh, Mark, what is your number one Christmas special? I know it's not I know it's not Rudolph or, you know, Charlie Brown because you mocked them so hardly in our Slack. Uh, no, mine's really recent, um, and it's only because of who it's named after, and it's a very Murray Christmas. That's on my That really? is totally on my honorable mentions. I like that one, too. You liked it? Yeah, man. How do you... You don't like that one? The Bill Murray Christmas. No. no. The Bill, a, a very Murray Christmas. A very Murray Christmas. The, the Netflix special. Yeah. I know. Mark's saying... No. My Mark's saying you should go with Scrooge if you're going to pick anything that's Bill Murray Christmas themed. You told us we couldn't do movies. I yeah, know. It's not movies. Movies no is movies. next week. But... No, it's this not. Week. Next week, Rogue, Rogue One's one. next week. Where we're in the... How can we not have an episode on fucking a new Star Wars movie? Yeah, I guess. But I mean, like... <laughs> we'll have to wait till next year for... It's either that or Christmas we do a movies. very... We'll have to do a very, very long episode next week. Yeah. <laughs> I just... Guys, really? I love it. Honestly, I hate Christmas specials. And I should have... We should have put that asterisk at the top of this episode that, again, I'm doing this under protest. <laughs> Um, so I was like looking through lists of them and I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. I like that. Cause I love Bill Murray. Bill Murray is my spirit animal. I he wish I knew it. Bill Murray. Yeah. He's fantastic in it. Yeah. I mean, it, it had some weird, weird little moments, but it had some really good stuff too. I my Rudolph get was good in it. Yes. Also Jenny Lewis from, uh, Rilo Kylie's in it. Yeah, but guys, he chose Miley Cyrus to be the main thing. Yeah, she was super popular that year. It was 2015. If he did it this year, it would be... uh, I don't know who's popular right now. Taylor Swift, I guess. Kanye? Sure, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) I just... I I was so... I don't know. I couldn't get into it. Well... Strongly disagree with your choice. That's too bad. It's not my favorite. Strongly disagree. It's not my favorite, but I did... uh, I mean, it's there hasn't been a lot of stuff in the last couple of years in terms of Christmas specials that I've liked. Like the Lady Gaga Muppets one last year was kind of a misfire, but that one I thought was pretty good. Also, you have to remember that, like, I hate this kind of shit. So any kind of like mildly <laughs> sardonic take on it that also includes Bill Murray is probably going to get a like a get a, a check mark from me because I love Bill Murray and uh, all the saccharine nonsense that you guys seem to enjoy so much makes me want to kill myself so well and i like that it was kind of a send-up of that as well right like it was yeah. him how ha- you know supposed to do like a really corny like fucking overblown special and then it all got shot to shit and then it's basically just him like you know figuring out what to do afterwards i think who else is in it? uh rashida jones is in it 
And um, was it, uh, was it oh, Buster Poindexter in it? Uh, shit. Uh, Barry Murray he's not, Christmas. He's not on the list on Wikipedia, so no. Who am I thinking about then? But like Paul Schaefer's um, in there, and then like Chris Rock shows up, and like he's hilarious, and uh, George Clooney Jason has Schwartzman. And it, it, it to me it just felt like I know it's not it's Sofia Coppola who like directed and wrote it, but I it, it felt like one of the which, um, you, which you can totally tell, yeah. Because but, but it also kind of felt like one of the uh, the Wes Anderson things in spots too. So it had that kind of like weird modern Bill Murray vibe to it. So yeah. Oh no, I hated it so much. Oh well. <laughs> and Phoenix, okay. Phoenix were on yeah, it. Yeah, Phoenix were in there. Yeah. No. Not for me. All right. Well, you tell us your number one so that I can shit on it. Yeah, you're going to shit on it. I already knew that. I'm prepared emotionally <laughs> for you to do this. Um, now, I found this one. This one was hard because um, I, definitely, I definitely picked one from when I was a kid. And I didn't want to pick the stereotypical ones that we all love, like the Grinch and um, Rudolph and Peanuts and all that it's stuff. It's fucking Rosie O'Donnell. No, it's not Rosie oh, O'Donnell. <laughs> but... Um, this one stuck with me a lot and like, I kept thinking about what my number one would be. And even though it's not like, I wouldn't say it's the, you know, most fantabulous ever Christmas special ever created. It hits all the points that I really love. Um, and it's a Garfield Christmas. (laughs) I can't, I can't complain. I had, I talked about Garfield on our Christmas or our Halloween episode. So, but did you Garfield Christmas? Which one, which, which Halloween episode? <laughs> There's a Halloween, like, uh, Garfield, like, Halloween episode where, like, he, uh, like, um, goes and on, like, a spooky pirate ghost ship adventure or something oh, like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. But anyway, let me talk about why I love it. <laughs> you got to tell me about why you like Bill Murray's shitty Christmas special. Let me tell you why. <laughs> You, I liked my Garfield shitty Christmas special. So um, I thought it was great because it goes on like this this peak. It talks about um, Garfield is um, obsessed with presents. And he really wants to get all these presents. And in his dream at the very beginning of the episode, John um, gets him a machine that, excuse me, sorry. Ugh. John gets him a machine that... Um, when it reads, it reads his mind and gives him whatever present he wants. And, um, he wants all these material things. And John, when he wakes up, John has packed him and Odie in the car and they're going to visit his parents' place on a farm. And, um, John's whole family is there and his, his grandma and the grandma's the part that really gets me. Cause she's like, you know, it's all the, like the tropes of a family Christmas. Like she's changing his, John's mom's recipe and like, um, they're all saying grace together around a table and it's just really like it's homey and nice but Garfield's really pissed off at Odie because um he's Odie and um Odie goes out into the barn and like makes Garfield a really sweet homemade back scratcher that he gives him at the end of the episode and because Odie is like the purest form of everything he's so great he's so great (laughs) Odie's like the Mary Sue of the Garfield universe (laughs) But it's so sweet because there's also this one part where um, 
It's the grandma and Garfield, and they're just sitting watching the moon on Christmas Eve, and she's petting Garfield and talking about her husband who died and how much she loves him and how much she misses him. And then for Christmas, um, I think, Gar yeah, Garfield finds these old love letters that um, her husband wrote to her when they were apart while he was in the war, and like she just gets all teary and i remember like even when i was like six watching it just being like <laughs> the spirit of christmas it's right in the feels but it was just like i thought that it was such a a beautifully done episode of like it showed everything so like wholesomely and it it also like took me back to this idea that like it was when um Remember when cartoons weren't so rushed? Do you know what I mean? Like no. the animation was <laughs> Excuse me. The animation was paced. It wasn't so like just frantic and crazy like yeah. stuff like Adventure Time and SpongeBob and that sort of stuff is. Oh. Sorry, I thought you were talking about like the actual like actual animation no. of it. Oh no. So I'm like no, because I grew up on the Transformers, and that shit was always horribly rushed, and they looked like garbage ninety percent of the time. So I don't know what you're talking about. And Spider Man, Spider Man, where he just keeps swinging past the same like eight buildings for twenty minutes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. But it's like they have Garfield scratching himself on his new scratching post for a solid like five to ten seconds, and like you you'd never see that today. Like it would be a you get the idea, and then they move on. But it was just like, it was a really nicely paced special. It sounds like it was uh, underwritten and they needed to pad it out. Maybe. <laughs> or they were just actually had more appreciation for comic timing than they normally there put into a, into a, a you know, kid show, ostensibly a kid show. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> but I don't know. It just like, it really stuck with me a lot. And I thought it was, again, it really showed the, the meaning of Christmas. And more that it wasn't, it's, and like Garfield has this line at the end where he's like, it's not about the giving, it's not about the getting, it's about the loving. And Aww. it's just like, oh, bleh, but like, you know, it's Christmas Wait, vomit. Garfield says that? Yeah. That's really out of character for him, isn't it? Yeah, he talks about how it's out of, he's like, there, I said it. Yeah. You also know that Garfield was voiced by the same guy who voiced Peter Venkman for the Ghostbusters, so I ostensibly yeah. like something to do with Bill Murray, who also voiced Garfield in that horrible movie. I was just going to say, because it's like the weird circle of life, because, yeah. yeah. So you don't, like, you don't like Bill Murray at all? So, no, I love Bill Murray. I thought okay. his, his uh, Christmas special was terrible. <laughs> I thought it was awful. It was under, it was not worthy of Bill Murray. Uh, see, he's so right. good in it, though. I love Bill Murray, man. I just like I could watch him do absolutely anything. I watch as all his as, movies. Yeah, as long as he's doing something that you can tell he's enthusiastic about. Which at yeah, this point, absolutely. he doesn't do much that he's not. Yeah. But there yeah. were there was a there was a period where he was doing shit just for the paycheck, like fucking Garfield. Garfield, yeah, yeah. yeah that was a rough sit. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't watch that. I did. But, Bill Murray. I'll watch it. But see, that's the thing. Is like Bill Murray. You know, he's really, really great. But I just. And I appreciated that he was very um, excited about his Christmas special, but I didn't feel it was worthy of him. It felt like he was trying to do his character from Zombieland. That's, he was playing himself in Zombieland. I know, but like... He was playing himself in the Christmas special, too. I yeah. know, but it just didn't feel real. 
Yeah, but it was not supposed to feel real. It was supposed to be. Kind I know, of but it just didn't. It didn't feel. Hence I don't know. Sophia Coppola having directed it because that's what she does. I didn't like it. That's okay. I still loved it. So. Yeah. But Garfield is my number one. And I'd never seen the Garfield one. And if I did, I'd probably hate it. So You would. You would hate it so much. You would I hate prob- it so much. I probably have seen it once, but I like don't really remember it very well. I I'm similarly have probably seen it at some point, like at Grandma's waiting to go home on Christmas or some bullshit. But like, <laughs> I don't remember anymore. I just, I don't know. It's that and a teddy bear Christmas. I remember seeing that one and it really stuck with what me. What the fuck is that? A teddy bear Christmas? Yeah. Come on. No, no, no idea. You guys don't know a teddy bear Christmas? No. no. It's so third, good. Third generation it's... gap showing again, I think. Yeah, probably. It's so good, guys. You know what? Keep your thoughts to yourself over there, Mark Two. Yeah, right, get back to it. get back to cleaning my house, Mark Two. <laughs> Tim says, "Get back to cleaning his house, please." Put, put your little maid please outfit fly on. Atlanta. Fly to Atlanta and clean Tim's house, please. Can he stop a, at my place first? In a, in a sexy little French French maid costume. Mm-hmm. Um. But one thing I will do is uh, I will I think we should we should post links if we can find them on YouTube to our our picks. I think the Colbert one is up there. A yeah, Teddy Bear the, Christmas and Garfield are definitely up there. The very merry uh, yeah the very or the uh, Muppet Family Christmas is definitely up there. Very merry yes. Christmas. I think you have to have Netflix for. Um, yeah, but and who I'm, doesn't have Netflix? This is true. Yeah, same thing with um, Community. Like it's not gonna be on uh tv yet but like the the old school ones yeah but um yeah no okay so i i don't know i i felt like we were gonna battle this out but we all just kind of like <laughs> i don't really know how we would make this a battle I, saw, <laughs> I think if you're gonna i think you're gonna pick one that all of us can agree on the muppet one is probably the one that i could sit through without putting yeah. a gun in my mouth so i don't know i feel like we would all well you haven't seen the uh it's always sunny one no, but I'd probably, I'd probably enjoy it if I did. So there is that. Oh, you yeah. know what? Can we, do, we have to do honorable mentions because I forgot something. Oh, okay. Well, what oh, are yeah. your honorable mentions? Uh, do you want to go first, Tim? Or do you want me to go? Because you uh, haven't seen you, it. You can, you can go. I've got a few. Okay. My first one is uh, the South Park Woodland Critter Christmas. Oh, my God. It's so dark. <laughs> Which is why it's my number one. Because the first time I watched it, uh, I don't remember. We were at a Canadian University press conference, so we were away. Um, it was one of the uh, yeah, it was a regional one. So I think we were in like Hamilton or something like that, and like mm-hmm. we were all in a room. Everybody from like the newspaper, like from the Brock Press, sitting there, and I was like, "Oh, do you guys want to watch the South Park episode?" Because we we're just drinking in the hotel room, waiting for the event that was going on that night. And I put it on, and when they get to the blood orgy part. I feel like everybody in the room lost respect for me <laughs> because <laughs> I lost my shit. And even just thinking about it now, I am starting to laugh because when they scream blood orgy and start fucking each other with the blood. So my, I have a similar story like with my, with my family. <laughs> with my family and my sister... With the uh, "It's Always Sunny" Christmas special, like I showed that to her, to my sister and my and my parents, and they were like, "No, this is wrong and terrible, and you're not our son anymore." Oh my god, that's so funny! <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Are you not our son anymore? I love that Mark is just like losing his mind. Yeah, he tickled himself a little bit. Oh shit. I was gonna go like pull the video up for myself, but I'm like if I do that I'm done for the night, so <laughs> Yeah. No, it's uh definitely those are those are some dark dark episodes. It's so funny that like something as as uh like sweet as Christmas can be turned into something so dark. Oh god. <sighs> but uh yeah, just I I I'm sure there's been a number of things that I've shown my dad and he's just like what what is wrong with you? <laughs> this is Why terrible is it- and you're terrible and get out of my house. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, oh my god, so funny. Was that your only honorable mention, Mark? Um I had a there's a, there's I had a couple other ones. Um, the Thirty Rock, the first one where they have Luda Christmas, uh, and they like they tell the whole staff about like because the whole staff's getting ready for like a big Christmas like a drunken Christmas party, and then uh, Kenneth stops everybody from leaving and is like, "We're gonna tell you the real meaning of Christmas," and they're like, "No, this is all horseshit. We have to go down and cut down the tree because they're right in Rockefeller Center," and he's like, "Wait, that's not right," but it's yeah, super off color, as per usual. And then uh, there's a couple of the Simpsons ones that are pretty funny. Specifically, the one where Bart burns down their their plastic Christmas tree, and then the oh, whole yeah. town like that one. I don't know why that one makes me laugh. The very first uh, Simpsons one, which which is the which I just realized today is actually the series premiere. Is oh is it oh it is too yeah Simpsons roasting on an open fire, which is the one with yeah. Santa's little or Satan's little helper. And, uh, helper. Oh yeah. yeah. And where Bart gets the tattoo, and then they have to spend all their money, or, or Marge has to spend all their Christmas money getting Bart's tattoo removed, and yeah. uh, uh, Homer doesn't get a Christmas bonus. So it's one of those ones where, like, you know, they're having to make do with what they've got, kind of thing. But that was the like the first like outside of the um, whatever the Terry. What was the show that the Tracy Simpsons Al- Tracy Ullman show Tracy Ullman show yeah it was the first like standalone episode of the Simpsons outside the Tracy Ullman show oh yeah in like 1988 or 89 or something like that yeah yeah also one of the uh, the Brooklyn Nine-Nine Christmas episodes is the Pontiac Bandit Returns which is hysterical if you're oh yeah the Pontiac Bandit I love the Pontiac Bandit episodes are my favorite ones they're so good yeah is that the one where it's like they uh, do the, they put together, uh, you, you guys are telling me about it, they put together a... Oh, uh, no, those are, those are the, the, the heists, those are the Halloween yeah, episodes. Yeah, for somebody's birthday, oh, okay. No, the, the Pontiac about. Bandit episodes, it's, um oh god, I can't remember his name, Why not, what's his name, Christy? The, um, big, the big black guy, he's in... um Terry Crews? No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Not, He's not in Hot Tub Time Machine and... Oh, um... Craig Robinson? Yes. Yes. From The Office? Yes. That's it. I'm trying to remember what his he name is. A, he, what's his name is... Because um, he's in uh, This is the End or whatever with... um. Oh, yeah, it's definitely Craig Robinson. Yeah. Robinson, but, uh, isn't it? His... Craig, it's Craig Robinson. Yeah, sorry, Doug Judy. Craig Robinson. That's Doug it. Judy. Thank yeah. you, Doug Judy. Whew. I don't know why I was causing <laughs> a brain for it. We got there. We got yeah, there, guys. We got there eventually. God, it took us a while. <laughs> oh man, <It's laughs> quality been... podcasting. 
It's like eleven yep. thirty. Um, hey, somebody wanted to start the podcast at nine thirty tonight. I'm sorry. So. I thought I was gonna be seeing my dad tonight, and I thought we were waiting for Eric. Mm. We kind of <laughs> did, and he still didn't show up. So there you go. He was in Rogue One, uh, like Glee. You can't, you can't yeah. deny him that. Post no, post orgasmic Star Wars movie bliss. He's probably yeah, exactly. getting frisky with Megan right now. It'll be like the one time she gets any this year. <laughs> Calling she her like Darth Vader. Yeah. That's weird. Maybe we should. That's things that just got. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, we never right. get inappropriate on this show. <laughs> Inappropriate. Well, uh, there's our there's our Archer reference. That's a that's a rare bingo. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Inappropriate spot. Inappropriate. Inappropriate. We haven't done phrasing in a while. Um, yes, I definitely had. Phrasing like last week. Did we? Yeah, we always do. Um, I definitely had a few. So, I mean, I don't think you can go without talking about like the, uh, like Rankin Bass, like claymation specials, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Frosty the Snowman and all those. Those I know. Yeah. But they're, they're super iconic and I do probably end up watching those like every year. Um, the... I really love the UK office Christmas special, which was like the finale for the series, which is where Don and Tim finally get together and just so many great things happen. Um, Mm -hmm. It really, really tied up that series very well. Um, Yeah. The Mr. Bean Christmas special is really good too. It is really good. He like has a little stocking for his teddy bear and, oh. And uh, and uh, while we're on the topic of Rowan Atkinson, the Black Adder Christmas Carol is really oh, good yeah. as well. Oh yeah, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas was yeah, it was yeah, amazing. Which I didn't realize was a TV special, but it is only like forty minutes or something like that. So it's definitely yeah. one that it originally aired on TV in like the late '60s or something like that. Um. Not necessarily good, but definitely notable is the Star Wars Christmas special, <laughs> which is Terrible. just a just a mess, just a mess. Yeah. I mean, no. the only redeemable part about it is the animated part uh, that has the first appearance of Boba Fett, which is halfway decent, but the rest of it is just a fucking mess, like. <laughs> B. Arthur and the non-denominational Wookiee Holiday Life Day and oh, well, I think at some point I think we should do a commentary like maybe next Christmas for the Star Wars Christmas special. (laughs) Christmas special. We'd have to get. uh, I'd have to have a lot of alcohol to sit through that fucking thing again. With Jefferson Starship on like those hologram. hologram disc or whatever oh, and then they poke fun yeah. at that on community too right and when they have the uh yeah. inspector space times christmas special and the yeah. inspector gives constable reggie a hologram and then they start watching a music video on it or whatever yep um anyways there's charlie brown christmas which we talked about last week i'm i would say i have a larger relationship on that with the music than the actual show although i do like the show as well Mm-hmm. Um, Mickey's Christmas Carol. So the the Mickey Mouse version of the Christmas Carol was Scrooge McDuck as, uh, as Scrooge. That one has a lot of nostalgia for me. And then Robot Chicken always has good, oh, yeah. really good uh, star or uh, Christmas episodes as well. Also, usually pretty fucking dark. So yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, so. You know what Christmas special I hate? The snowman. <laughs> what, wait, what are you talking I, about? That god it's, damn it's British. punch to the feels. <laughs> it is. It's totally... It's, like the, it's so it's manipulative. It's like watching Christmas shoes. Yeah, it's it is. Like... It's, it's so manipulative. I had the book of that uh, growing up and then eventually so realized it was an actual movie. Sadistic. And yeah, it is seriously fucking sadistic. Masochistic. Yeah. Horrible. Terrible television. Like, yeah. I can't believe they left that on TV. <laughs> like, I can't believe they put that on television. Yeah. It almost, it makes me less upset. I mean, no, I'm more upset by it than I am by the... Um, the Christmas thing they used on the Cineplex movies last year with the snowman that just hung out in the fridge. That was one like, was also heartbreaking. Bitch. Yeah, I was like, you selfish bitch. Like, how dare yeah. you? Yeah, you forget about this fucking snowman in there for 20 years or some shit. I know, and he's just like stuck in there with a frostbite. And I'm just like, snowman can get frostbite too. They got like freezer burn you know how much that hurts that poor fucking snowman and now yeah. you're just gonna keep him to do more shadow puppets let him die all his friends are dead <laughs> what's wrong with you like yeah it's just... that was one of and those then... ones that like really burnt me out on that whole like emotionally manipulative kind of stuff that we talked about on the tropes episode i just the snowman is awful like uh yeah it's pretty just pretty go sad. on this like epic beautiful journey together just like oh look it's like they're, they're gonna be best friends and maybe he lives somewhere in alaska where there's always snow nope no. nope wakes up the next morning oh no it wasn't just a dream but a snowman is dead dead and melted dead melted and dead like so just like your dreams timmy don't believe in anything anymore <laughs> it's all gonna die and melt and fade into nothingness and <laughs> Next year, you can have another magical snowman, but guess what? He'll be dead, too. Like, everything dies. You will also <laughs> die. Your youth is but a fleeting blink of an eye. Happiness <laughs> is impermanent. Yeah. Fuck you, kids. Learn your <laughs> lessons hard and learn them Everything fast. dies in the end. Everything sucks. Everything dies. Santa doesn't isn't real. It's probably all a dream. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Fuck you! Why would you put that in? Why would you send that to kids, you masochistic assholes? <laughs> I just couldn't. I can't. It's so bad. <laughs> oh, wait. I, I had one more that's more of a bit than an actual show, but I fucking love the Alec Baldwin sweaty balls bit from oh, SNL. I know what list you're looking at, too, Tim. No, I'm not looking at the list. This is all literally just coming I saw from that me. list earlier today. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, you're, I can't. Um, I can't help balls. but notice that your balls are a little misshapen. It's like, yes, that's because I let them rest on a hot stove for too long. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Your, your balls are are glistening. Yes, I make sure all of my balls get lots, plenty of oil. Yeah, he's brilliant. Well, if you that. act now, oh you can God. still get a sweaty ball sack in time for Christmas. <laughs> Peach sweaty. Yeah. I'm watching Alec Baldwin right now in the background. <laughs> oh, Jack Donaghy. He's great. I love that he's based off of Lauren Michaels. Yeah. I can't leave food out in my apartment because of my excessive rat problem. <laughs> but seriously, like, just... That's a great... He's always oh. great on SNL, but that was a fantastic, yeah. like, lasting... 
Isn't he the uh, the most like the the host who's done the most episodes or something like that? No, it's Steve Martin and Martin Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Tom Hanks. I think are are uh, oh. at the top of the list. But he's up there. He's getting up there now because of all of his. Um, oh, well, yeah, but he's Trump. not hosting. No, he's yeah. not hosting, but he's got appearances. Oh no, wait, no, he. You're right. He does have the record for hosting SNL. He's hosted 16 episodes. Steve Martin has done 15 episodes. Oh wow. Tom Hanks is at 13, right? Uh, let's see. Any questions? <laughs> um, so good. David S. Pumpkins is still my ringtone. <laughs> Jesus. That's okay. I I haven't actually heard my ringtone in so long that when my I had my ringer on waiting for a phone call today, I turned it on, and my ringtone is still the uh the pirate virus song from Archer. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, John Goodman has done 13 times. John Goodman's an- another one who's awesome. Buck Henry has hosted 10 times, but they were all between 1976 and 1980. Um, all before all of us were born. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 Tom Hanks has done nine times. Uh, Chevy Chase has done eight. Christopher Walken's done seven. Drew Barrymore has done six. Then it goes. Holy down shit! Drew Barrymore's that many. Well, she her first time was in 1982 for E.T. Right? Yeah, oh right. When she was a kid. Yeah, so I mean, she was a child actor, so she did it a few times. You know, at least a couple times as a kid, and then the last time she did it was 2009. Hmm. Dana DeVito's done six. Elliot Gould has done six, but hasn't hosted since 1980. <laughs> Tim's dancing for us, guys. Just so you all know. I'm yeah, visual bits. I'm David S. Pumpkins. Any questions? <laughs> yes, so many questions. <laughs> That's the it's most so frightening one. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, but like. Does, does Am I supposed to know who he is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I love that he went as David Pumpkins for Halloween. Tom Hanks did? Yeah, he did. Oh, nice. Um, I definitely did see at least one or two people uh, that dressed as Thomas or David S. Pumpkins for Halloween. Yep. That's so funny. Um, but yes, uh, before we go, what is the, besides the snowman, are there any Christmas specials that you particularly hated? I really don't like like I know I'm gonna get shit, but that yeah. Well, I'm not talking to you. I'm not. You hate everything. (laughs) But the Rudolph and the uh, the Rudolph and the Frosty stop motion ones for some reason. You hate those? Oh, they skeeve me out. I don't like. I don't. Not a big stop motion guy. It freaks me out. Oh, I love them. Yeah, I can't. No, they're too long. They're boring. (laughs) I don't like. I don't like to feel emotions. Shut your dirty whore mouth. This is a short podcast if there's only two of you talking, so. Or not. Unless we get her talking about the King Killer Chronicles, and that can be the longest fucking podcast yeah, of exactly. all time. It'll be one person talking. Yeah. Me. And Tim and I just looking bored. <laughs> In terms of TV stuff, there was definitely some of the later Rankin-Bass ones that were just kind of like the stop-motion ones that were pretty like shitty and throwaway. Um, like they did a lot of like sequels of Rudolph and Frosty and stuff like that that I just can't sit through. Um, cause they're clearly just trying to cash in. Um, 
but and and it just in general a lot of shows like you know normal tv shows have done like christmas episodes and they've just been kind of throwaway and useless um like a lot of drama shows and that sort of thing where there's just not much to them so that's the sort of thing like i i feel like if you're gonna do it at least try and do an original take on it or yeah i don't know that's well, that's my sort of pet peeves with Christmas TV specials. And I'm also, like, I feel like Doctor Who doesn't need to do one every year. I'm going to come out and say it. Like, It's part of the tradition. No, it's not. They've only, it's, it's only been a tradition on this series, like, since, the, since 2005. The old Doctor Who? Now it's... That's ten years, like that's yeah. like twelve years now. So, but 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 about half of them are are not very good. Most of them are garbage. Yeah, like there's only been two or three of them that have been really standout. The rest of them are like kind of forced Christmas episodes that don't really, like they aren't particularly good as a Doctor Who episode or on their own. And I mean, I like Doctor Who like when it's got these big like sort of drawn out epic storylines throughout the whole season and those never have anything to do with that well actually i was going to say like the best ones actually either tie directly into it yeah. or like the one of the uh, the only one i can remember offhand um aside from the titanic one that was so bad um, with uh kylie minogue yeah um was like when he it was doesn't he regenerate in a christmas episode tenant uh i think so yeah i think he i think his regeneration episode like his like the first uh appearance of the 10th doctor is a christmas episode so and even then the episode's kind of garbage but like i love tenant he's my second favorite doctor so yeah who's your yeah, first favorite really um oh shit no i can't remember his name eight no not eight god damn it eccleson no that's nine sorry not oh. eight i think it's um thomas baker that's him. Tom Old Baker. school. I, I watched uh, Doctor Who growing up on PBS as a kid. I did so. too. Yeah, I watched, not not like religiously, but I watched a lot of it with my mom on. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, I watched, I watched it pretty religiously. I used to get really annoyed when they would get to the point where they would switch Doctors because I was always like, I didn't, some of them I didn't, like I didn't, like I don't like five. It got a little goofy during that and that kind of stuff. So I was like, I would mm. kind of tune in and out depending on who the doctor was. Because some of them would be like more serious and then some of them would be like kind of shitty. So, yeah. I, uh, I've i only ever seen one season of Doctor Who. Really? Which mm-hmm. season? Which doctor? Eccleston. Um, that was, Eccleston was good. I wish he'd stuck around longer. Yeah. yeah, he was. I really enjoyed his portrayal. I have only seen one episode with David Tennant, and I really liked it, and then I got on to watching something else, and it was just such a big commitment to take on Doctor Who that I kind of kept putting it on the back burner. Yeah, because you really need to pay attention to Doctor Who episodes, or else yeah. they just get away from you. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm really, I really like Capaldi now. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. much happier with him. Like By the end of Tennant's run, I was kind of done with Tennant, and I never warmed up to Matt Smith. Like it was, I I don't know. I didn't like him. I know everybody else like thought it was great, and I was like, okay, everybody's entitled to their opinion, I guess. But I was much happier with a mu- a little bit older, more kind of sinister Doctor with Capaldi. Mm-hmm. So I'm much happier mm-hmm. with Capaldi. Yeah, and they haven't really had that since the series restarted. Like it's all been younger. No, they've all uh, been younger doctors, guys. So, yeah. so when they announced him uh, regenerating as him, I was like, oh, thank God, he can be a little bit. They're not gonna have. They're not gonna do the romance thing with the fucking uh, companion. Mm-hmm hopefully yeah and they haven't thank god 
I liked with him or like with Capaldi that uh, he's a little bit like broken. Like he's not like the wise sort of uh, all knowing um, older doctor that they've had in the past. Like he's a little like absent minded and, and emotionally distant and that sort of thing. And yeah, and actually, my favorite episode of Doctor Who now is one that happened last year, and it was a Capaldi episode. And I'm pretty sure it's 90% based solely on his performance. Um, we can talk about Doctor Who some other time, though, like in depth, yeah, if should. you guys are actually into it. Chris, you at, least, at least you and me and Eric can. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Eric for sure. For... Yeah, because yeah. I've watched all that shit. I love that stuff. So. Yeah. Mm. Good times. Hey man, I've sat through I've sat through two episodes of you guys talking about Christmas bullshit now, so <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Maybe you should this host last one. Yeah, yeah, you can change I think, change I think the you'll, subject. I think you'll have to host next week for our uh, star our Rogue One episode, I, which is yeah. funny because I'm always I'm the least I'm probably the least big Star Wars fan of uh, <laughs> out of everybody on the podcast. Well, you can yeah. you can give us a truly uh, sort of outsider's objective opinion then. Good. Yeah. Sure. Well, I can yeah. host next week. I'm technically hosting you guys at my house, so I will host next True. week. True. Yeah. <laughs> Literally and figuratively, you'll be hosting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, next week is going to be a fun a fun episode. and we'll uh, all be loaded. We'll all be just yeah. loaded. I was yeah. uh, tired and sober tonight, so I apologize for the lack of poop stories. But uh, you <laughs> never know what next week will bring. Oh, well, next week's going to be a shit show. I almost think we should do two episodes where we do like one that's straight and do like the actual like let's talk about Rogue One and the next one we're like maybe we get everybody around one mic and play Cards Against Humanity and just be assholes for two hours. <laughs> well, that's something to <laughs> think about. That'd be a, that'd be a sure. good bonus episode. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, but with that being said, we're probably going to bring this guy to a close. So do you guys have anything else to say? Bah humbug. I'm so glad we're done doing Christmas episodes. For now, I could do Christmas episodes all year. Merry Thank Christmas! Oh, In God. the worlds of Frank Reynolds, Merry Christmas, bitches! <laughs> I'm just gonna sign off by saying, like, have a happy holiday because we'll talk to you before Christmas. <laughs> Bye. Right. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Shoddy hosting. <laughs> worst, worst goodbye ever. Yeah. Are you gonna tell people where where they can find oh, us from stuff, Christy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, all apart right. This week. Ugh, I know I'm exhausted. I have not been <laughs> sleeping very well. Okay, so you can find us. Uh, Mark, can you just do it. <laughs> do I'll prep next time. I promise. Mark, Where is it listed? Do you, do you just sing, Mark? <laughs> Is it is it in our general conversation? Is I will random? okay. You know what I'm gonna do? I will post it in the Slack. Just, I will do one more time for you, Christy. Social media. Friends. All right, shut up, everybody. All right. <laughs> oh, oh God, Facebook. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or on the Google Play Store. You can give us a like on our Facebook page at facebook.com/slash. God damn it! Slash dance robot dance <laughs> podcast. Follow I don't think it's Facebook.com, god damn it, slash Dance Robot Dance Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at DR... Oh, Jesus. God, I could have done this better. Just kidding. It was it was a good run, folks. Yeah. At DRD <laughs> underscore okay. podcast. Or send us an email at DanceRobotDancePodcast at gmail.com. Holy fucking God. <laughs> Good way to end the episode. Good way. Good way. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, we'll see you next week, folks. Have a good one. Bye. Stanny, you're alive. But does that mean you killed the mountain lion? It's dead. For real and for true? Are you sure? I'm sure it won't be hurting you anymore. He did it. Now our Critter Christmas can finally happen. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Wait, what, what? You've done us a huge favor, Stanny. Without the mountain lion around, Lady Porcupine can give birth to the Antichrist. Yay! Wait, wait, the Antichrist? You said she was giving birth to your savior. Yes, to the son of our Lord, Satan, the Prince of Darkness. But I thought you meant the son of God. Well, think about it. You really think God would have sex with a porcupine? No way. Only Satan, Prince of Darkness, and King of All Evil would do that. Yay! This is calls for celebration. Let's sacrifice Rabbit and eat his flesh. Yay, sacrifice me to the devil. Yay, yay! Blood, blood. Yeah. Blood orgy! <laughs> <laughs>